Welcome to Sky Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin. Hello, and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. Hey, everyone. I'm your other host, Caitlin, and welcome to our third, fourth, fifth, I can't even keep track these days, our POV, your packing for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022 final, final preparation episode. I cannot believe that Celebration is actually so close. The day we're recording this is... It is one week until Caitlin and I actually leave where we live and go to California. We're going a little bit early to go to Disneyland. And I mean, I've been panicking about this for <laughs> for like two months up to where we are now, I feel like, because I don't know. I think that there's something that's so interesting about the celebration and the fact that like it was canceled and then it was moved and then it was like, oh my gosh, this is even happening. And now it's here. So there's a level of like of panic over the fact that we haven't done this in three years. This is a bigger event. This is like something new, something different. And I, I don't know. I just, I think I went into like survival mode a little bit about it's probably not going to happen. I don't want to allow myself to get too excited about it. And then now it's actually happening and it's here. And there's a lot of anxiety and stress that goes with that, but so much excitement too. And I, just I want it to be next week already. <laughs> I'm so ready and I'm really excited to be talking about celebrations specifically on the podcast today. Yeah, we we did an episode with Blast Points last week. Blast Talkers, as uh, we like to <laughs> refer to ourselves. Um, we did an episode with them also all about celebration and kind of reliving past memories, past mistakes, um, our best tips and tricks for celebration, all that good stuff. So that was super fun. Definitely check out that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. Uh, you guys know we love talking to Blast Points, so it's always a good time. But we wanted to do this episode as kind of another follow-up because it's uh, the only thing we've been thinking about. (laughs) And even in the past like week or so since we talked with Blast Points, I feel like other things have come up. And I don't know, we really enjoyed our uh, episode back in 2019 where we did celebration prep. And I don't know, it felt like it would be good to have our episode on Blast Points, also have this episode go into a little bit more detail, more specifics about certain panels we're going to, things that are specifically on our packing list, like Charlotte and Caitlin's specific packing list. It just seems like it could be fun to kind of dig into the weeds a little bit more about what we're anticipating for celebration and some other things that we've added to our packing list kind of last minute. And yeah, all of all of that good stuff. So uh, if you can't get enough of celebration prep, Neither can we. So here we are. (laughs) Another episode. (laughs) Yes. Very excited to chat through all of our specific plans and yes, Charlotte and Caitlin's specific things. So one thing I wanted to remind everyone who's being at Celebration is that Caitlin and I are so thrilled, so excited to be returning to the podcast stage again this year. I cannot believe it's happening. It was the highlight of our life, (laughs) literally, (laughs) when we did that in 2019. And it was so special. And I just cannot wait to be back in that room. Obviously different because that was in Chicago. This is in Anaheim, but physically cannot wait room. to be back <laughs> on that stage that is not the same stage, but it's the same stage, okay, <laughs> um, uh, in Anaheim. So if you're planning on attending that, we would love to see you there. We have a lot of 
really fun freebies that we have planned that we should probably actually talk about. But before we jump into that, our podcast stage is on Friday, May 27th at 3.30 p.m. So right after you're done with that Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary panel, just hightail it on over to the podcast stage and hear us talk about probably Obi-Wan Kenobi. So if you want to come with questions or things that you want us to talk about, please let us know. And that will be what we're going to be talking about at this point. (laughs) Things may change, obviously, but that's what we're planning on doing and we cannot wait. Yeah, I know we've talked about this in past episodes. And if you've listened to us at all, you know that we always talk about our live show in 2019. But It was after the Rise of Skywalker trailer, literally seconds after the Rise of Skywalker trailer premiered, and the our show ended up turning into like a live Q and A about the trailer and about what people were picking up on, and just like a group reaction and like group therapy going through that trailer, and it was just yeah, one of the best thing that ever happened. So we're gonna try and recreate some of that energy. So. I, I also don't know what's going to come out of the Attack of the Clones panel, so <laughs> I I have no idea what's coming, honestly. Or so. just the day before as well. I right. Mean, I, I don't know. I feel like Celebration, there's so many things that are just so cool that are always happening, big announcements. So I'm sure we'll talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series as like a baseline, but we probably will talk about other stuff too. So yeah. stay tuned and I hope to see you there. Friday, May 27th. Friday. 3.30, the podcast stage. Be there. Okay, let's talk about the freebies that we're giving away at the podcast stage because I'm really so excited. excited. Let's just <laughs> let's just be open about all of it, okay? Because okay. we've been doing some reveals, but like podcast listeners, you should know what we're bringing. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, well, first we're gonna have Sky Talker stickers, and yes. those those are kind of they're gonna be on our person. So the Sky Talker stickers are gonna be more like if you see us walking around the convention, come up and say hi. Uh, if we run into each other in line, we're going to have our logo on these hollow graphic stickers that uh, we usually give out to our patrons and stuff like that. So we're super excited to be bringing those to celebration. We love a good hollow sticker moment. And mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm biased, but I think our um, I think our logo looks really cute as a hollow sticker. So <laughs> we'll have that. <laughs> Okay. So then the other thing that we're going to always have on our person, I guess, is a pin that is a sort of a larger pin that says, ask me about my Star Wars dinner party. And if you're a longtime listener, you know, we ask all of our guests what and who they would invite to their Star Wars dinner party. It's our questions. It's our thing. So really excited to give that out. And I know all of you have the five people that you would invite to your Star Wars dinner party. So come up and talk to us about that if you see us and we want to talk to you about it. So we're really excited to have that pin and to give that away. Yeah, I'm super excited. I think it's such a good uh, like conversation starter too. If you if you have the button and you're in line or something, I don't know. I think it could be a fun conversation starter about who you would bring to your Star Wars dinner party. And we obviously use it as a conversation starter. So maybe you will get yeah. to use it as celebration as a conversation starter and I don't know, meet some new friends or something. So yeah. we're really excited. We've actually been thinking about a way to try and make some Star Wars dinner party merch, but how the heck do you do that? So, <laughs> uh, we thought of a lot of different ways and I don't know, the button seemed like a good idea uh, for a celebration. So I hope you guys, I hope you guys like it because I think it's really cute. I'm excited for it. 
Okay. So then the next thing that we're going to have at our podcast stage and our podcast stage only are bookmarks with our key art logo on it. So not the Death Star logo, but the art that Audrey Estock created for us that is on our website and our Twitter banner. And it appears some other places on social media as well. And it makes for a really, really nice bookmark. It's very cool. So if you get that, you can use that for your your Star Wars book reading. And yeah, really pumped about that one. Yeah, very, very excited about that. We've never used that on any merch or freebies or anything before since we got that key art from Audrey. So we're excited to be bringing it, having its debut at Star Wars Celebration in a lot of ways. So the other thing that is a podcast stage exclusive that we are so excited about is we did another collaboration with Kara DJ from the fanzine Into a Larger World, which you guys know we are huge fans of. We've had Kara on the show before. She did all the exclusive artwork for our Knowing Kenobi Summer Series last year, and we are we love the fancy and we think it's amazing and Kara is amazing too. And she created this incredible art print that everyone is going to get at the podcast stage. And it is our logo. And then it is all of the, basically all of the people that we would invite to a Star Wars dinner party that are kind of like sunburst out from the center of the print with our logo in the center, if that makes sense. It's so cool. And she did this incredible mosaic this like gradient mosaic as the background that is inspired by the colors of our logo so like oranges and purples and pinks and stuff like that it's I'm not describing it well but you want it is what I'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) it's really beautiful and Kara actually spent a lot of time on this piece and she has said that it's one of her hardest pieces that she's ever worked on, specifically the mosaic in the background. So it is technical, like technically, like very impressive. And I am just, we're just really, really thankful for her work on it. And we just think it's so gorgeous. And so everyone who comes to our podcast stage will get that print. And it's about ten inches by ten inches, so looks really nice. Yeah, it looks really good. Okay, so then the last thing that is going to be exclusive to the podcast stage, I honestly can't believe we have this thing that is coming. (laughs) We teased this a couple (laughs) months ago, actually, um, because I had – this was actually my friend's idea, who is not a Star Wars fan, but listens to all of um, my ramblings about Star Wars all the time and Star Wars Celebration. And we were sitting having dinner one night – talking about it and I was telling her how we were thinking about merch for the podcast stage and everything and she goes oh well why don't you do this and she said her idea and she's like you've talked about this before it seems like a big thing you should do it and I was like oh my god her name is Margaret I was like Margaret that is the best idea I've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) so if you've listened to any of our celebration preparation throughout the years on blast points this year whenever it was you know that one thing Charlotte and I are very conscientious of is badge check because we have been the victim of lost badges many many times and we are very protective of our badges. And so many people in 2019 came up to us saying badge check (laughs) when they saw us at Celebration. And we've talked a lot about the importance of a good lanyard. And so we 
have created Sky Talkers lanyards for <laughs> celebration. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, we paid extra so that the clip was really strong. So I don't think that we could um, fully say that this is going to be the most protective clip ever, you know, for the for your badge, because I don't we don't want to be responsible for that. And we haven't <laughs> field tested this at all. <laughs> yeah, but we did upgrade from the normal claw that probably celebration will be giving out for free. So hopefully ours is superior. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl and I, when we just talked about getting lanyards, we were like, this is the best idea, but also I don't want to guarantee that this is the world's best of the best lanyard, but we did upgrade. We did pick the, the attachment that we favor the most, which is the lobster claw attachment. That's what it's called. Um, and (laughs) (laughs) we learned way too much about this, but it's okay because this is okay. Also new listeners, we lose our badges all the time. I know Caitlin just said that, but we've lost our badges. It has ruined our days. So It's very crucial to have a nice lanyard that has a good clip that keeps your badge, your badges, your life type of vibes Mm -hmm. on your lanyard. So Caitlin and I were very serious about this and we had to make our own. So we made our own. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they are, they have the Sky Talkers logo on them. I'm super excited about them. We will probably still be double lanyarding. We usually wear Mm -hmm. two lanyards at celebration because of this problem of losing a badge badges that's plural (laughs) so we will probably still be double lanyarding even with our own lanyards so (laughs) just know that but we're so excited to have sky talkers lanyards it feels so appropriate (laughs) and i know but yeah like charlotte said we did upgrade to the nicer uh attachment it is our attachment method of choice. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I should say like hashtag ad or something. Like, has anyone ever had uh, a sponsorship by a lobster claw for a badge? No, no. But maybe maybe in the future we will because we do feel strongly <laughs> about it. But yeah, it does have the lobster claw attachment. It has Sky Talkers logo and our name on it. I'm super excited. So if you uh, come to the podcast stage, you will get the bookmark, the Karis print. And the lanyard. So Mm -hmm. hopefully I, okay. The other thing is we're not sure how many people are allowed in the podcast stage room, like how many seats there are. We've heard a couple different numbers, but nothing definitive. So we tried to order more uh, than we thought we needed, but there is kind of a first come first serve a little bit to it, but we, Mm -hmm. we ordered extra of everything, like more than what they told us about the podcast stage. So hopefully there's enough for everyone, but I do also just want to have that caveat because we don't actually know definitively how many seats are at that stage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're so excited about that. And I just really love what we're bringing to celebration and yeah. So anyway, the lanyards, the print, it's all its all been in motion for a long time, mm-hmm. so it's very exciting that we can actually talk about it. Yeah. And if you're interested in seeing what we're talking about, we posted everything on our social media, specifically our Instagram. If you're interested, um, you can go through all of that there. Very, very excited. Yeah. 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 I'm very pumped to have it all. I'm worried about packing it all, quite honestly, mm-hmm. but... Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The prints are so heavy. Yeah. So heavy. The lanyards are heavy too. It I on UPS when it was like, hey, you've got a package coming. This is how much it weighs. I was like, wait, 
wait, how much? <laughs> That's supposed to go in a suitcase with all of my other stuff? Okay, cool. cool this is cool. this is why we're bringing, we're checking two suitcases. I didn't know if we needed to admit that. <laughs> yeah, we're no, we're admitting it because in the past, I think that for Orlando, we were able to drive. Yeah. For Chicago, I only brought one suitcase and it was a struggle to it return. Was. And I just feel like we have to bite the bullet, bring two large suitcases and what we're going to come with all of our stuff that we will be giving away. So hopefully we'll return with none of that and then bring back a lot of amazing other stuff like uh, everyone else's freebies and yeah. merch that we buy and things like that. But there's no possible way to do this without bringing, without mm-hmm. checking two suitcases for us. It's, it's just true. not it's possible. True. We, we know ourselves. We also, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we're bringing to celebration. Thank you to my good friend Margaret for having the idea of the lanyard, which we should have thought of ourselves because it seems so obvious, but I'm super excited about that and hopefully you guys are too. The last thing we wanted to talk about at the top of the show, we mentioned this in our last episode, but we also did a shirt collaboration with the shop A Fan Of, that's the name of the shop a fan of. And we love her stuff so much. The shop owner's name is Tiff. We created two shirts with her, one commemorating Star Wars weekends and the other that says second trilogy in honor of the prequel trilogy. As you know, I call it the second trilogy as does George Lucas famously. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) anyway, it's not just me. (laughs) So if you want to, uh, sport your second trilogy pride or your star wars weekends pride those are still available on the website a fan of dot shop all the links will be in the show notes so definitely go and check those out her they're all in comfort colors too Charlotte and i have a ton of stuff from the shop a fan of and we love all of it and we're super excited about these shirts too so if you are interested those are still available. Yes, they are. Okay, let's dive into Star Wars Celebration Anaheim happening very, very soon. I think we've already talked a little bit about some of our woes from the past, but let's talk specifically about this show. Caitlin, what's our philosophy for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim? So we talked about this on Blast Points, and I think actually it was the Blast Points episode where we were able to like fully synthesize our Star Wars Celebration philosophy. So for that, I am forever grateful that we were on that show and had to really (laughs) think through it because they were the ones that asked us, what is your Star Wars philosophy celebration? And I don't think we had kind of ever really put it into words like that before, but feels feels right for us. So this Mm -hmm. is our Star Wars Celebration philosophy. What we will probably always be preaching about going to a Star Wars Celebration is number one, know why you're going. Number two, go with the flow. Number three, walk confidently. And number four, badge check. All of these are very important. And I just want to mention that sometimes I think when you listen to a Star Wars Celebration planning podcast, it can be anxiety or stress inducing. And I hope that this podcast doesn't do that, but instead sort of arms you with the preparation. I don't know. I think that Caitlin and I have had very different Star Wars Celebration experiences. This will be our fourth celebration coming up in Anaheim. And before the we were recording, I was talking to Caitlin and I was saying that every single celebration that we've been to has been pretty much pretty similar on paper, four to five days, big panels in the morning, celebrating the new upcoming thing, s- similar celebrities are going. It, it feels similar, right? We've been to two Orlando celebrations. Some of the things like 
it felt familiar, but each celebration has been different in a vibe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that something that really worked for us in Chicago is it like speaks to the beginning of our philosophy, which is know why you're going and go with the flow is that in Chicago, we had a really good time. It was so incredibly busy. We met so many of you. It was amazing. But I think we went there with the attitude of we're having fun. Nothing is going to go wrong on this trip. And if it does, it's okay. We're just going to roll with it. And we are we are there to have fun, to meet friends, to meet you, and to just enjoy ourselves in our time at Celebration Chicago. And I just think that is really important to internalize and to live. <laughs> and I think that's probably like a universal expression, like know why you're going. It's probably when we say know why you're going, that usually means like, what are your priorities there? Who do you want to see? What do you want to do? Are you there for autographs? Are you there for panels? Like, are you there for friends? Um, you should probably like order those, but, uh, really know why you're going. You're going there to have fun and you want to leave there with a really good experience. And so much of that is attitude. And I think I found that out if I could be vulnerable um, in our Celebration Orlando experience in 2017, where we had so many ups and downs, like a lot of downs. And I feel like it was, we just made a lot of mistakes and I'm really grateful that now I can sort of laugh at that and talk about that on the podcast and everything. And also realize that I was just c coming into a lot of the things with the wrong attitude where I, I just think that it's important to just remember why you're there and to make the most of what you're doing there, I guess, to have fun and go into it with a really good attitude. Yeah, I think, you know, for all the reflection that we've done on the 2017 <laughs> celebration publicly and privately, it's it's been a lot. <laughs> um, I think I think to sum up that con, we let that convention kind of run us. And I know we've said that before, but we were so focused on like going to the specific panels, getting certain types of merch and and going certain places that when those things didn't fall into place, we like didn't know how to readjust, how to shake it off, how to be like, it's okay. Um, let's find the next fun thing. And yeah, that really kind of contributed to a lot of the downs, honestly, because we were irritable with each other. We weren't having the best time all the time. And I know we talk a lot about 2017 celebration and how rough it was. And it definitely was a rough celebration, but it was also still, there were still so many highs to that celebration too. And I think that's the thing yeah. that we've come away with about all celebration is that no matter the things that go wrong or the things that didn't work out exactly how you wanted them to, there was still so much fun to be had. And yeah, I think when we went to Ch Chicago for 2019 celebration, it was like, let's just make sure we're having fun. Let us not repeat our past mistakes. And I think we did a really good job at that, honestly, because, <laughs> you know, they say history repeats itself and we did not let history repeat itself. <laughs> we did not let it rhyme, we, basically. <laughs> we did not. We said, stop the poetry. We're done with the, <laughs> the only thing that should be rhyming is Star Wars. Not, We're writing a new story. <laughs> We're writing a new story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we're like an anthology. We're not the Skywalker. <laughs> Learn stuck. from the past, rewrite the future. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. 
But yeah, I think um, in 2019, our goal was just to have fun and really like meet friends and stuff like that because we definitely had a lot more online friends. And I think we anticipated meeting listeners of the podcast, but I don't think we anticipated meeting as many listeners of the podcast that we actually did. And I don't, I think we had so much anxiety about the start with the podcast stage that it was kind of hard to actually conceptualize what it would look like or if anyone would yeah. come. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think now this celebration, our Know Why You Go, is really about friends and meeting listeners and stuff like that. And um, of course, there are like certain panels we absolutely want to go to if we can and and those kind of priorities. But I think we had such we we met people with such great energy last last time, whether it was friends that we know online or listeners who came up and said hi to us. And that's what I think we both take away as being the best part of Celebration 2019 of all of our celebrations past. So I think that's kind of that's our know why you go this year. And, you know, if it's panels for you, I think that's great. If it's merch collecting, if it is just like hanging out at the Hilton bar, it's whatever you want, right? It's your trip. It's your money. Know what is going to make you the happiest and prioritize that. And it's okay to tell people that you've got different plans for a night or you'll catch up with them later. That's totally okay. Yeah, exactly. And I think the next part of our general advice of if we're moving on from know where you're going and go with the flow is walk confidently. And this can mean whatever you want it to mean. So for us, what it means, like the second part of that, it means something that I think Caitlin should tell you. <laughs> this example. <laughs> <Sounds> so ominous. <laughs> it does. It does. Because it is a sort of an ominous thing. It is. It's, okay. like a, it's a weird recommendation. It's a weird part of the philosophy, but we can't not share it because it's happened it's led to good things for us. So anyway, mm -hmm. we pass it on to you today. So it's walk confidently, right? And the reason that this piece of the Star Wars philosophy came about is because in 2017, on the first day of celebration, after Charlotte and I did not get into the, into the 40th anniversary panel for A New Hope, we were coming back to the convention center and I left my cell phone in the taxi cab after they drove off. As you can imagine, it was not received well. <laughs> and so Charlotte got in line to get in the convention, to get into the convention, which on the first day of 2017 Celebration in Orlando, it was just a mess. Security was not running smoothly. It was a very long line. And I was sitting outside of that line waiting for the taxi cab to come back. So anyway, like an hour and a half later, the taxi cab finally comes back, brings me my phone. The taxi cab driver yelled at me also for uh, leaving my phone. And yeah, I was very sad. Anyway, so I was starting to panic because I realized I wasn't going to make it in in time to go into the overflow room of the 40th, which is what we did have wristbands for because of how long and how slow the line was. And I had just been sitting outside watching it grow and grow and grow. And anyway, so I noticed that there was a door that had like one security guard at it. And I just went up to the door and asked if I could go in uh, to go ask a question. And he said, sure. And just let me in. But I, I, I did it with the mindset of you're not ever going to get into the, like it was do or die for me. I was really panicked. It was, I like, I can't explain it to you, but I was like, I have to get into this convention center and I cannot wait in the line. <laughs> and I wasn't rude. I wasn't like, I was like, I'm just going to go up to the door and ask if I can go in and, maybe I'll be let in. And I was let in. And 
I feel weird telling this story because I don't want it to be like, you can just get in any door if you ask. That's not how it works. And and they did screen me. The guy did. He had like a metal detector thing. So it like he was security. It wasn't. I also don't want people going in who aren't going through security. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, That's not what he, you're saying he at all. Did, he did screen me. And there were like other people going in that door too. So I don't know. I like don't know where I walked into, but all I know is I actually ended up in the real 40th panel from that. And I remember being like, I'm going to get through this door. I like manifested it a little bit. And for us, that's kind of where the walk confidently comes from. And we had a couple other situations that were similar to that, where we just asked a question and politely and with no expectations and the literal and figurative door was opened for us. And (laughs) I don't know. I yeah, it feels weird to say it because I I don't, I'm not like advocating for line cutting or like rule breaking or breaking the rules or anything like that. Yeah, no, bypassing it's, security. It's like I don't know. It's kind of like asking for an upgrade at a hotel or something like yes. that. You know, or just like oh, can we have the corner booth or something like that. It's just I don't know. If you ask, you never you never know the answer. Um, <laughs> it could be no, and then you say okay, great, and go to go back to where you're supposed to go, but. You know, if you ask, sometimes sometimes other things happen. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's this philosophy. Like that's an that's an intense example yeah. of this, and sort of an exaggerated one that I think that you, as a Star Wars fan, whoever is listening, can sort of relate to, where you really want something, and then all of a sudden, like several doors open in which you're able to do that, and that was previously not going to happen. And the thing at the end was seeing George Lucas in real life and also John Williams perform. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, that was just really special. And it was sort of one of those moments for you that was like, how did I even get here? Yeah. And I think there's like, we've applied that sort of mindset of, wow, if only I ask, maybe this door will open for me from several things, from like dining reservations at, yeah. at Star Wars Celebration or, you know, uh, perhaps like watching Dave Filoni walk by like wouldn't it be so cool if Dave Filoni walked by right now and then all of a sudden he did like I don't know there's a sense of confidence that you should have in this mindset this embodying the walk confidently mindset that sometimes really good things celebration magic really does happen yeah it's a little bit of almost in a way like the fake it till you make it not quite but I also think honestly like as women sometimes it's it's like you're timid to ask for more or to ask for something different. And I know that's true for Charlotte and I personally, we are very shy people usually like in situations, like if someone's like, here's, here's what you're doing or like, here's your room or here's your table. We're usually like, okay, great. Even if it's not what we wanted or what we ordered or something like that, you know, (laughs) it's like, I'm Mm -hmm. usually not the person to send a dish back if it's wrong. I'll just deal with it. You know what I mean? But I think trying Mm -hmm. to, embody that mindset of it's okay to ask even if the answer is no um if you're being polite and again not breaking any rules or anything like that and uh mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it ended up with me in the 40th anniversary panel the live show which I honestly didn't intend I literally just wound up there I, I cannot explain it you were confused I, I think you m- missed that part you were confused about confused. where you were and then all of a sudden you looked around and you were like oh, yeah. this is the real stage. Yeah. How did I get here? <laughs> yeah. So in, in 2017, the 40th panel, right, there was like the live show. The The 40th panel was like the panel that everyone was going to. 
And we had waited overnight, didn't get it because of line cutters, honestly. And it was like a bunch of line cutters. It was a whole thing. And we got wristbands for the overflow room. So Charlotte, after I lost my phone, Charlotte was in line to get into the overflow room. And once I got my phone, I went to the door that didn't have anyone lined up at it. Like there were some people going through it, but there was no line, but they were like clearly convention goers going through some security line. And so I asked if I could come in this way. And the guy said, sure. And they screened me and I went through and then people were like, yeah, just go up the escalators to the panel. And I was like, okay. So I went up the escalators and I went into the panel room and like, you have a wristband on that says what room you're supposed to be on. And like three people were like, go this way. So I did. And um, it was the real show. It wasn't the overflow room. And anyway, I remember thinking, I, I'm i in here. I Better sit and not move. I cannot <laughs> leave. I'm so sorry. And I, I didn't have any way to contact Charlotte either. And I was like, I'm so sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> like silently <laughs> sending it out through the forest. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, I and again, I was wearing a wristband that was like the color for the overflow room. I wasn't I wasn't hiding anything. I guess the only place that like walking confidently got me was like through this random security door that didn't have an hour and a half long line in front of it. That's where walk confidently comes through. Um, And yeah, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask politely and with no expectations. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. So then badge check, we've explained it. We've lost our badge a billion times and we don't want that to happen to you. So get a good lanyard. Actually, someone who listened to our Blast Points appearance tagged us in something on Instagram in which they used a carabiner instead of the lobster claw, I forgot to mention that, to attach their lanyard and to attach their lanyard to their badge. And Caitlin and I just think that's genius. So if you have any more genius solutions to that in which you use a carabiner that's meant for climbing... (laughs) (laughs) For not falling off a cliff. Yeah, we um, can use all the help we can get. Okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah, absolutely. So badge check. Whenever you leave a room or a panel or get up from eating, just say to your friend, badge check. Make sure you got your badges. That's all we need to say. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Okay. Speaking of keeping track of your stuff, let's talk about packing. So, Caitlin, how's packing going for you? Oh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I've had like a small pile growing in my bedroom for the past two weeks. Um, And yeah, like Charlotte said, we're going a couple days early. So our packing is starting a couple days early too. And it's just you never feel like you're ready. It's always like, oh my God, I need one more thing. Like, can, can I Amazon this in time? Can I run to the store real fast and get this? But uh, Cheryl and I are notorious overpackers in general. Whenever we do travel together, like we're always the checked bags. We're not. Oh yeah. We're yeah, not yeah, yeah. the people that are like <laughs> ten days in Europe in a carry on. That is absolutely no. not us. Um, <laughs> no, no. No. Opposite. <laughs> opposite. Exact opposite. And it is uh, tenfold for celebration. As Charlotte said earlier, we uh, are bringing two checked bags. Plus a carry-on, probably. <laughs> Plus a carry-on. Yeah. And also probably like a tote. The yeah. carry-on, the tote, the two check bags. I, oh my uh, God. I'm just like, hmm. okay. Yeah. We're going to have to get like an Uber XL to no. get, to, <laughs> get to our hotel. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, it's going, it's going slowly. It's a process, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I, I shared this on TikTok and then our other social media accounts earlier, but I'm a big user of the app notion. It's a web-based app that is kind of like an organizer, project management, like tracker of everything. It's like Evernote on steroids. It's, it's pretty intense. I've been using it for about a year. I actually use it for all of my project management for work. Um, but I created a template for a packing and schedule organizer on Notion for Star Wars Celebration. So it has sections for you to put down like your flight and hotel for outfit ideas, a full packing list, a general schedule for panels and meetups you want to do. There's also sections for things you need to do before you leave, things you need to buy before you leave. I think it has everything you'll need on it, like all the components that you would need and you can customize it however you want, like with colors or naming sections, different things. It's that's the great thing about Notion. It's incredibly customizable. But anyway, a couple people that have used it from when I shared it on TikTok said that it was really helpful. So we are going to put that in the show notes as well. And it's kind of helped give me some peace of mind and kind of a place for everything like my packing list and my schedule and my hotel and my flight keeps changing times too. So I keep Same. updating it there. <laughs> so yeah, if you're interested in that and kind of something a little bit more laid out from just like a general to-do list and you think that might be helpful, it is it is available to use. I need to use it because I am so scatterbrained lately. Like I feel like I have four different piles of things, actually more than four piles of things all across my apartment. I probably should just get out the suitcase and start loading loading it up. But when you're costuming and then also we're going to Disneyland for a couple days before celebration. So there's a couple of things that you need differently, right? Like you need like Disneyland stuff versus celebration stuff, which is different. <laughs> and uh, I think that getting that straight, like packing for a parks trip versus packing for a celebration trip, there's a lot of overlap, but a lot of it is different too. So keeping those two things straight is honestly quite difficult and just a lot of stuff that goes into it. So for me, I'm like, okay, so here's this pile for this costume. Here's this <laughs> pile for this. Here's stuff I need to return that I've ordered. And yeah, then also, the return pile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then also like here's 5 billion different totes that <laughs> are containing a bunch of different things. It's just a lot, you know? Yeah. It's just a lot. So if you're packing while listening to this, just know that we are with you. <laughs> and that we are also a little organized slash disorganized. So yeah. Yeah, it's that um, that productivity pitfall of making lists but not doing the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Notion kind of falls, I think, somewhere in the middle of that for me. It's been, it took me a while <laughs> to like get the actual page set up how I like how I wanted it, and so I definitely let myself just kind of tinker with it a lot rather than doing the things on it yeah <laughs> but I think it's in a good place now uh where it's not too overwhelming and things are kind of laid out clearly so yeah if you're interested check it out there's also like a little video walkthrough on TikTok and also my personal Twitter um if you want to see like how how I would kind of fill it in because when you download the template it'll be blank like all of the it'll have all the sections laid out 
but obviously in the packing list, it'll be empty because you will fill in your own things. <laughs> yeah. I saved it to a highlight on Instagram to under uh, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim yeah. tips if you're interested. Yeah. But also the reality is it's like you do all this prep, you do all this packing, you do all these lists and things like that. But we're going to California. There's a Target within walking distance. <laughs> There's CVSs and Walgreens all around. If you for- It's going to be okay. If you forget something, you'll be able to get it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about what is going in our suitcase. Okay. Yes. So obviously the clothes and the costumes and the outfit changes and everything, right? Like that's a lot for us. <laughs> but let's talk about how important it is to have like a tiny little pharmacy that you're bringing. Yeah. <laughs> Your own med- medication, obviously you should bring. For me, that includes like anxiety medicine. And then for Caitlin, motion sickness medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the big thing for us is each of our bags have to have a leave or Advil or ibuprofen or something as sort of painkiller because we're going to be dehydrated, we're going to be tired, and the headaches come fast. And you, you, <laughs> you need it. And yeah, we're this is we're speaking from experience here. And there's been so many times where Caitlin and I have been in Disney parks or honestly Universal too, where (laughs) the headache just takes over from the excitement, from the anxiety, or like the anxious excitement. And the only way out of it is taking uh, over-the-counter painkiller. So that will be in each of our bags. Honestly, like many different bags. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I usually keep keep the little pharmacy in total with stuff like – I don't keep like – Charlotte's prescription medication, but like we also bring, (laughs) you don't, no, I know, I know, but we also bring, I also bring like allergy medication, like Benadryl, also Pedialyte, vitamins, motion sickness medicine, Advil. I usually keep all of that, but we each have Advil individually. (laughs) Yeah. Pedialyte is like the genius addition to this list that we have never brought before, but we've heard some people talk about it and Vitamins, yes, sure, of course. But PDLA, I think, has been the best thing ever after I got the COVID vaccines. <laughs> and I yeah. was so like down and out for 48 hours that Pedialyte was the only thing that kind of nursed me back to health, like I swear. And with Pedialyte, with the celebration, because we've talked about this many times before, but you're just so busy and you're so excited and your attention is on Star Wars and not always on eating drinking water and having coffee and getting sleep and things like that. And right now in this world, and we're still in a pandemic, it is so important to make sure that your body is healthy and strong and you're nourishing it in the best way. And Pedialyte, I feel like is a really quick way to do that. I know a lot of people like Liquid IV too. Just those kind of products I think are really, really helpful in making sure that you're hydrated and getting those electrolytes and making sure that you're staying healthy and not overtired and getting sick. So that's what we don't want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then of course, bringing masks and things like that to having extra masks as well. Um, Yeah. I'm actually excited. I ordered a ton of KN95s and then I also ordered like medical masks that have stars on it and I'm really pumped. I ordered a bunch for us, Caitlin. So I'm coming armed with a lot of masks and so we can change it. I'm very obsessive, I guess, about changing masks every three to four hours. I think that 
people say that that's like the expiration point and it's better for your skin and your face to change it frequently. So that'll be the goal. We'll, I'll probably be timing it, to be honest. <laughs> so we'll figure that out. We say and, that, but who knows what's actually going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I literally just said that your attention is on Star Wars and not necessarily your health. Like Anything that's else. how it Yeah, happens. but you're going to be timing our mask wearing. <laughs> yeah, but I... <laughs> So yeah, it's important. I, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I'm like, I need to make sure. Karen's calling me out here. I, listen, listen. I know us at conventions. I know us in a Disney park on a busy day. <laughs> we go in with the best intentions. But yeah, at least making sure that you have extra masks with you in your bag. That if you're not timing your usage, that I think is is important because you also don't know like when you stop and eat or something and you forget it or you get food on it or something like that. It's just if you have a backup or two in your bag, that would be helpful, I think. Totally. And then the next thing is uh, what you're bringing. This is on you. The HDMI cord (laughs) to connect the computer to the TV in your hotel room to watch Kenobi on Thursday night at midnight. A lot of people talk about like the like the Amazon Fire Sticks and stuff like that as well, which I think could be useful. But um, if your hotel doesn't have like Disney Plus already on the hotel TV, which it might, um, then this is a really good option. And we were kind of stressing about the fact that as of now, as of recording, Lucasfilm hasn't announced that they're going to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi screening for Friday's premiere, which is very odd to me. It just doesn't really make a lot of sense because I feel like it's coming. So I know I'm going to say this and then they're going to change it and this will all be moot. But there's an empty slot at the end of Thursday that it feels like perhaps that is going to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi screening. I could be totally wrong there. But the change from Wednesday to Friday felt like it was going to had to do with celebration. And yet there's nothing that has revealed that. I think that a lot of us are panicking a little bit about how we're going to watch this on a, on a, in a big way, right? Like yeah. it deserves to be, if I can't watch it in my home TV, which I have like programmed with no, you know, motion smoothing per Ryan Johnson and things like that, then I need to figure out how to <laughs> <laughs> work it on the TV at, in the hotel room. So I'm not watching it on like an iPad. I don't want to watch Kenobi on an iPad or yeah. my phone, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, we we don't have a a Fire Stick or a Roku. We do have an HDMI cord, so that's kind of what we're banking on. Mm -hmm, Well, mm -hmm. number one, we're banking on Lucasfilm Celebration announcing that they're actually doing a thing because why aren't they – why don't we Why wouldn't they do a thing? Just anyway, (laughs) um, that's number one. But number two, we're banking on the HDMI cord, so hopefully that works out. But that's kind of a new – a recent addition to our packing list, honestly. So if you haven't thought about it, we were with you. Something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing on our list is a hotel safety lock. This is something that Charlotte and I got before we went to San Francisco, actually. And last year when we went, or we went to Napa, really. Uh, But we used it when we were in San Francisco. But it's like a little, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a, it's just an extra level of, protection on your hotel door. You know, you can never be too safe, especially as two women staying in a hotel. You know, you can never be, you can never be too, 
too cautious, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So we have these little like portable safety locks. They're like $10 on Amazon and you just like kind of slide it into the door frame. And anyway, it just makes it that much harder to get into the room. I know I've seen on TikTok, there are these like door stopper alarm things that people have to, you know, it's just not, it's not a bad idea to bring something else to kind of give you more of that peace of mind. You had this on the list and I thought it was genius for the next thing. And that is slippers for the hotel. I think that this is something I've been, I've started to do and I actually didn't consider putting this on my list yet. And I'm just going to throw in my slippers. I'm a big slipper gal. Okay. (laughs) So having slippers for the hotel, I think would be great purely because I think hotel floors are disgusting (laughs) and it's nice to be cozy and like comfortable, I guess, um, in your hotel room. So throwing those into your suitcase, if you have room, I think is an easy way to be comfortable. Yeah. And it's just nice to have something soft in the hotel room. I don't know. You know, you got to, Charlotte and I, we're like all about the foot health of like. (laughs) It's weird to say, weird to say, weird sentence, Kayla. I know it's it's a weird (laughs) sentence, but, um, the past couple times we've been to Disney, there's this mas- this foot massage that we do every single night. It's by these two YouTubers called they're they're um physical therapists. Their names are Bob and Brad. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm picturing them, and you're you listener are not laughing because you probably don't know Bob and Brad. But they have this like theme song before their videos. Anyway, Bob and Brad foot massage. It's like this eight minute video of them like guiding you through a foot massage and Gerald and I have done this every single night we've been at like a park or on a vacation where we've done a lot of walking and I swear to god it makes all the difference um it honestly does it really does so I am very obsessive about doing the full eight minutes on each foot every night especially when I'm at a convention and especially when I'm at like a theme park for me it like saves me the next day So like having slippers, making sure to set aside 15 minutes to do this little routine at the end of the night, it, it makes a big difference and it's worth taking a little time. It's worth the extra space in your suitcase, in my humble opinion. Um, but yeah, Bob and Brad foot massage, you just Google it on YouTube. They'll come up right away. Like I said, it's like an eight minute video. It's the best thing ever. And it doesn't completely like if you have sore feet from the theme parks or anything like that, it doesn't completely take away the sore, the sore feet. Like, you know, yeah, no. you get up the next morning and it's like you still kind of feel it. But the difference, like it does help. It, it helps. helps a lot. Like it does. It does something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if, you know, if you come home from a day at the parks and you're like an eight on like, wow, my feet hurt. Um, usually if you don't do anything the next morning, you wake up and you're at like a five or like a four maybe. But with Bob and Brad. I would say I'm at like a two or three the next day. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway. (laughs) I think comfy shoes for theme parks and celebration are still a must, but this is definitely helpful. And slippers also help, especially if you're going to Disneyland and where this, this entire convention is so close to Disneyland. I don't know if anyone's going to Star Wars night. We are. And I find that just, it's a lot of walking, right? Everything's so close. It's just a lot of walking that happens. And a lot of waiting, a lot of standing on your feet and things like that. So if you, when you get back at the night to your hotel room, it's so nice to like take off the shoes that you've been in all day and put on your comfy, fluffy slippers and get ready for bed. (laughs) It's very good. So if you have room in your suitcase, definitely do that. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Okay. So the next thing on our list is 
Of course, you're going to bring a backpack or your everyday bag for Star Wars Celebration, but something that you might not consider is the fact that you're going to be, if you're going to meet a bunch of people and especially like creators of podcasts and things like that, people give you stuff no matter what, not even like people will give you buttons. You might not have enough room on your lanyard for all of the buttons or you just want to keep it or if they're giving out an artist postcard or something, people give out a bunch of stuff. Like there's just a lot of like stuff that is handed to you and it's all amazing and you want to keep it all and it's good to bring a bag, like a separate like almost cosmetic bag in your backpack or your just your convention bag to hold all that stuff. So when people give out stickers and postcards and buttons and stuff, it's nice to have a place to put it or else they're just going to live at the bottom of your bag for a long time. And you don't really want that because then you get home at the end of celebration that first day and you get to you kind of dump everything out and you look at everything and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so special. That was so cool and things like that. Right, Kayla? And like that is just really cool. And it's really nice to have a container for all of those things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's so fun to receive things from other people. I think everyone kind of does the picture at the end of the convention of all the freebies and like fun things they got from people they met. And it's always so fun to see that. But yeah, having a dedicated space in your bag for them is super important because you will get them and they will get crushed unless you have a good spot for them. Yeah, I think in the past we've used those Glossier cosmetic bags that are sort of bubble wrapped, but I think this year we're using some Stony Clover stuff, right, Caitlin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I think also in the past you've used like a Raylo canvas bag that was so cute, and I don't know if you're using that this year, but that one's a really cute one if you want to bring it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely bringing that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I really like that one. And just, you know, those bags that are probably like 11 by six that have a zipper top. That's kind of what we use. Okay. So the next thing on our list is something we've talked about before a couple of times too, and that is a poster tube. You will be getting poster. Well, I assume you'll be getting posters from the live, the, like the big panels in the morning. That's what they've always done. So stand to reason they will do it again this year, but they usually have exclusive posters at the end of the big panels in the morning. And Again, like the freebies you're going to get, where are you going to put those? A poster tube is an excellent idea. It does not take up a ton of space in your uh, suitcase and it will save your posters from getting crushed in your suitcase when you're coming home because there is no good way to pack a poster outside of a poster tube. Yeah. (laughs) The poster tube is clutch. This is Savannah's tip. Um, Our friend Savannah, the dorky diva, her tip that we've taken with us from the very first time she was on our podcast in 2017. She was our first guest and she said this and it like blew her mind. And it is just so necessary to bring a poster tube. And you can go to like your UPS store and get one or you probably still have time to order one on Amazon. I know people like those retractable ones. We just use a standard one that you might like pop in the mail. And often if you have a backpack also, something to keep in mind is sometimes your backpack will have like a water bottle holder on the side and maybe your poster tube can fit in there, which is quite nice. Or Mm -hmm. if it just can stick out the top too, which is like also completely fine. But I've liked having one that fits in the water bottle holder, which is a random tip. But um, yeah, so it's very good because then you come back and your prints that you get, these exclusive posters that really are 
honestly, like they could be worth a lot in the future or things you want to get framed. You don't want it to get rumpled and crinkled and you're going to be spending all day at the convention. I mean, you might have time to run back to your hotel, but maybe not. So you want to make sure that you have something Mm -hmm. that encases that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And especially from when you are traveling back home. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the last thing on our list for our you know, our top picks for what to bring that you might not have thought of is just to make room for stuff. Don't go there with a fully packed suitcase (laughs) because you will buy something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no way that you're leaving the convention without buying something that is new (laughs) or there's a free thing or something. You're going to come back with something, okay? Whether you paid for it or not. (laughs) And and you want to have room for it. You don't want to be stressed on that last day before you leave trying to pack your suitcase. I mean, inevitably, I know Caitlin and I are going to be stressed anyway about packing our suitcase to leave, mm-hmm. but but you still don't want to be stressed too much about having absolutely no room. Like I've seen some people post some of the cool exclusives from Galaxy's Edge even. Like they have the Camtono that I think is super cool. I'm probably mispronouncing that. I'm getting a little... Um, anxious about that but you know the thing that ice cream maker from empire strikes back you know you know (laughs) and that's pretty big so if you wanted something like that you got to have room for that (laughs) and you know i think there's also if you're building a lightsaber in galaxy's edge or something or buying a lightsaber at the convention you can easily bring that on on a plane like there's a section actually under tsa and like your airline where you can bring that on the plane which is i think really funny Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. But um, and that's sort of like oblong and like not doesn't necessarily fit in a suitcase. But (laughs) you should probably consider the souvenirs that you're going to get and how you're going to get them home. If you're driving, you're lucky. But a lot of us are coming on a plane. So there's a lot that goes into what can fit in your suitcases. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, too, who are not quite the level of overpackers that Charlotte and I are will bring like a duffel bag, like an empty duffel bag that will then become like a carry-on when they're coming back from celebration. So that's also something to consider if you're not planning on overpacking to the degree that Charlotte and I are. (laughs) So then that empty duffel, like I said, will become their carry-on when they're coming back. And that's nice too, because then you're kind of keeping an eye on your souvenirs or collectibles or things that you've purchased. Like they're with your person, they're not being checked. They're on your person. They're on your person. <laughs> For us, we are bringing a lot of technology because we're recording there and we will have our like traveling mics and our computers and things like that. It's just going to be a lot of technology. So yeah. that's another thing that is going into why we're bringing a lot of suitcases because – and that's why we have to bring a carry-on as well because those things that are so important. Yeah, that has to be a carry-on. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening aren't bringing as much – like tech that we are. But uh, yeah, so that's another, that's a whole other piece of <laughs> things that we're bringing. Oh, I guess that actually just made me think of something. Definitely bring a phone charger. Oh you yeah, portable charger. need that. Yeah, portable chargers or just a regular one where you can just sit. I know the, the new iPhone chargers, the like big ones, charge so fast. Mm-hmm. So if you just need to bring that and find an outlet and sit there for like 15 minutes and cool off, like that is great too. But um portable charger we use portable chargers all the time in disney parks and they're always great so you can get one of those and pop it in your bag in emergencies it's just it's great to have it really is just trust us on that one (laughs) (laughs) it is important to have 
a phone with enough juice to charge or to call or text someone if you need them or or you're separated. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, a good tip also is that these days, like Caitlin and I follow each other on find friends on, if you have an iPhone. And I think that is something that you should probably like, if you have like a celebration buddy, you should probably figure out ways to always keep in touch or have a meeting place or something like that in case something goes wrong, in case you drop your phone or lose your phone or something that if you can't find each other, it it sounds almost silly because it, it sounds like kindergarten field trip type of vibe, but you should probably like keep track of each other in some way or have a meeting place and check in with each other, make sure everyone's okay. Yeah, you could never have too many kind of safeguards, I think, in place for that kind of stuff. And yeah, hopefully absolutely. It's, just, it's just like a, a thing you did and you never had to use it. But, you know, maybe you do lose your phone like I did. Maybe you do lose track of each other like Charlotte and I have. <laughs> these, are, yeah. these are all things that have happened to us before. So Yeah, we're speaking from experience. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, doing something like having the extra hotel safety log, having your friends on Find My Friends that you're going to celebration with, it just it just gives you that peace of mind, I think, for for the what if. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now we're going to talk about some of the specific outfits that we're bringing, specifically really one outfit that we're bringing (laughs) (laughs) that we wanted to talk about on the show before uh, we went (laughs) to Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. So in 2019, we dressed up together as Dave Filoni and it was amazing. Loved that costume. We're bringing it again this year. Will it make an appearance? We don't really know, but we're bringing it. (laughs) And we loved it. We had a really great time wearing the hat and the wolf pack dress. And then we made cardigans where the back said Ahsoka lives question mark and then Ahsoka lives exclamation point. And we were each one of those. And Caitlin's mom helped her with the, the lettering on the back. It was awesome. It was really great. And this year we were like, how can we do something similar? But because we had a great time, but also do something new. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're dressing up as George Lucas. <laughs> And it's very exciting, okay? <laughs> we're not going to, like, don a beard, okay? But we're going to uh, sort of embody George. <laughs> no. We're going to embody George in the best way we possibly can. So that includes big-ass sneakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, plaid. Yes, plaid, of course. But big ass sneakers specifically. A jean skirt. We're not wearing jeans. It's going to be hot. We're doing the jean skirt. And uh, aviators. We have earrings. One of them says digital and the other one says magic. (laughs) So we're very excited about that. And then also the the cherry on top is that we're wearing the t-shirt of the bad review from Star Wars that George wore when he was filming The Phantom Menace. George Lucas's birthday was yesterday when we were recording this, and I actually posted the photo on our socials of him wearing that shirt. It is so legendary. It is so cool. So we had to own it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we are doing that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited. We're kind of channeling like 90s George Lucas <laughs> to the best of our ability, kind of like 
with the day of cosplay, I feel, or I guess I should even just call it like Dave bounding, like Dave Filoni yeah. bounding. It was just like these elements that kind of, I think Dave Filoni is known for, right? The wolf pack symbol. So we got that as a dress with the print on it. We had a big cowboy hat. And of course the Ahsoka lives ahsoka uh question mark exclamation point was a huge thing at the celebration previous to celebration 2019 and then we each you had a stuffed convoy i had my loft cat it was like you know elements of dave filoni and uh it was a hit quite honestly <laughs> a lot of people liked it <laughs> but and the george the george <laughs> The George Lucas founding, I feel like is kind of similar to that. But, you know, we've got the big chunky sneakers, the 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 denim, the like 90s denim wash skirt and the bad review T-shirt. Oh, my gosh. And we have. Oh, you forgot. We got the hats, too. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. We have the hat from Return of the Jedi. It's a black hat that says Jedi on it with stars on the baseball like tip on the cap tip. And. It's a corduroy hat. It's a corduroy hat. And so this is embodying that one photo, that time period of when George wore this specific shirt. So we kind of started from there and went out. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so very, very, very excited about this. So if you see us dressed as George Lucas, come up and say hi. We're very pumped about it. Yeah. There will be no beards, though. Just want to stress that point again. We will not be... Yeah donning a fake beard no <laughs> but maybe in the future <laughs> yeah. so what other costumes are we doing Caitlin uh I might be bringing I'm bringing it I might not be wearing it but my Endor Leia costume I'm not a huge costume person the process stresses me out to the point where it's like not that fun so I don't do a lot of like big costumes like our friend Savannah doing the incredible Sam Wessel costume that's not me. But I do have this Endor Leia costume that I've had for quite a while. But it's been a long time since I've worn it. So I might bring that. I might whip that out. Honestly, I've just been really in my Leia feels since we started our Essays on Carrie series. So mm -hmm. I kind of think I want to wear it um, just because of Princess Leia. I'm excited to see it again. Yeah. I think it should make an appearance. I think you should wear it. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool and fun. It's yeah, the poncho my mom made when we were in high school, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it worked. For our first celebration. It was for our yeah, first celebration. Yeah, it's like vintage itself at this point. Um, <laughs> you you understand what the costume is, so it's legible as like Endor Leia, and I think that's really all that matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very true, very true. Mm -hmm. Are you going to braid the hair? I don't know. I'm not good at braiding hair. It might just – I don't know. Yes, you are. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You're better than me at braiding hair. I can't even do it to save me. I am better than you at braiding hair, but the bar is also on the floor for both of us. But mm -hmm. you're just like mm -hmm. a, a half step below me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So what are you bringing? Okay. So I have a new Ray costume that I bought from a friend that is very intense that I'm excited about. It's the last Jedi Ray. It has all the amazing elements, including like her blaster. I bought the lightsaber. TBD if I'm bringing the lightsaber. I kind of just don't want to bother just based off the fact that I'm bringing so many bags, as you've heard. But it might be necessary. I don't know. It's a great costume. I'm really excited to wear it. So I'll be doing that. And in 2017, I wore the outfit of Pad that Padme wears on Tatooine in Attack of the Clones. It's a two-piece one where it kind of shows her stomach. Um, and she wears it when she's at the Lars residence. 
and that was fun. You know what? Honestly, like it was fun, but I was really self-conscious during it. And when we went on the Star Cruiser, we got, we both got it actually, the cape, like her cape that actually goes with that costume. So I'm going to try to incorporate that. I'm going to try to change a couple of pieces from the costume because honestly, the 2017 costume was just uncomfortable and like not feasible. I don't want to do it again. So I'm changing some pieces of it and trying to going the bounding route, like Caitlin mentioned for our George Lucas thing with that and wearing the cape and that. And hopefully that'll be my tribute to Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I, I feel like it's not a celebration for me if I don't cosplay Padme at some point. And it felt weird if I didn't do that. So I'm going to try to incorporate it. But my biggest tip for costuming is I I love it. I'm kind of the opposite of Caitlin. I think it is so fun to wear a costume. I'm not at all like of the technical expertise as some of our friends, but I have to say like I love putting together elements of a piece. I think it is so fun and I love embodying someone else. And every time I like decide to not do a costume and then I look around and everyone else is dressed up, I always wish that I I'm always regretful. I always wish that I went for the costume because I just love the feeling of being someone else. So I am going to try to do that as much as I can. So, but I think that you have to keep in mind though, that you want to be comfortable. So in 2017, when I wore this costume, the same costume, I'm again, I'm changing it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> that, that I wore, I just felt really self-conscious and I just wasn't super comfortable and it kind of just dampened my mood a little bit. And I don't wish that upon anyone. So if you're not fully comfortable in your costume and you just don't think you're going to be comfortable for the full day, tweak it to make it comfortable for yourself because you're going to be walking, you're going to be standing, you're going to be waiting, you're going to be posing for pictures with friends and like there's going to be pictures and you just want to feel your best or just like close to your best. You don't always have to feel your best. You know, you just don't want to get in a bad mood about how uncomfortable you are or self-conscious like me. And I know that's like a blank blanket tip, but hopefully it's this year reminder. I feel a little bit more. Yeah, I just I just want people to be feel confident and excited to be in what they're wearing because I know everyone who's listening is going to look cool and amazing. But you want to make sure that you are like reinforcing that by your comfort level, you know, and you want to make sure that you are doing what you can to to make yourself more, not get in a bad mood like I did. I <laughs> so yeah, so that's the plan. And then I have some other things too, like that I've worn before. So like a battle handmade in Padme outfit. I've worn it a lot. I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'll probably just wear a Sky Talkers t-shirt one of the days. I don't really know how I'm going to incorporate that, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> so yeah. And then maybe the Dave costume, we're going to do that again. So not sure what day, but uh, yeah, we have lots of options. It's like I say that, but then I'm like, oh my God, what am I wearing? <laughs> I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. I hate it. Whenever you go to a Star Wars themed event, whether it's the Star Cruiser, whether it's going to Galaxy's Edge, whether it's going to your your local bar for Star Wars trivia or Star Wars or Star Wars celebration or like a Comic-Con or something like that. For me, it's like I take out the drawer in which I hold all of my Star Wars t-shirts and like everything Star Warsy that I own and I like take it all out and I'm like, "What should I wear? What should I wear? What should I wear?" And I'm like, "I have no options." Meanwhile, my entire like half of my closet is Star Wars themed at this point, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. But like also necessary and you, it comes to a point with in this when you're planning that you suddenly are like, I have so much stuff. I have nothing that's exciting to me. 
and (laughs) it's so stressful and I think I just need to reset my mind and be like no 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 you were excited about this when you bought it so you should wear it or something like that so yeah yeah because (laughs) celebration is the most special in my opinion star wars event that like rolls around every couple of years so you want to be into what you're wearing (laughs) and you want to show off like all the different facets of your own fandom and what you wear that's kind of how i think about it too and therefore there's a lot of pressure on it or I'm putting my pressure on it for no reason. Yeah. And I want to let that go. <laughs> but yeah. just to know, just know if you're listening to this and experiencing that, I'm right there with you. There's a lot that goes into an outfit a day. <laughs> there is. And just like planning for it is so much. But then also if you, you know, the outfits aren't your thing, you're just like the Star Wars t-shirt done and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that's also also great too. Yeah, like, that's amazing. That's the thing. It's like at Star Wars Celebration, you'll see everything. You'll see people who have the most elaborate costumes, and then people who are like me, who are just not really cosplaying at all, except for my George Lucas T-shirt and denim skirt, <laughs> yeah, and my fifteen-year-old uh, Leia costume that my mom made me in <laughs> high school. <laughs> It's special though. It's special. It is special. Okay? It is special. Um, it's a good costume. Uh, it's it's seen a lot of things, so it's special for that reason. But yeah, if that's not your thing either, that's totally cool too. But it is something that we think a lot about, so we wanted to share it. And also, yeah. if you are doing a super intense costume, it's okay to not be doing it all day, and it's yeah. okay to set aside time to go back to your hotel room, wherever that is, and change. Um, yes. You don't have to be in it all day. You might not want to be in it all day. And that is totally cool, too. Totally. All right. Let's talk schedule specifics. This <laughs> still feels like the biggest wild card because, as we know, there are panel lotteries for the big panels in the morning. And that process has not started yet at the time of recording. So, <laughs> It's been delayed. So yeah. Yeah. So that's great. So we don't actually know what panels we're going to as far as the big morning panels go. But as we said at the top of the show, Charlotte and I are really prioritizing friends and listeners this year. So and a lot of our friends that we know online and other podcasters have their own appearances on the podcast stage or doing fan panels and stuff like that. So those are really what we are going to be prioritizing going to. So we have our friend Tori, who's doing the Galaxy's Edge Datapad panel. Um, our friends of our friends at Friends of the Forest podcast stage, <laughs> Talking Bay 94. We know people who are going to be on the panel, How Ray Defined a Generation, the Pink Milk podcast stage, the Blast Points Creatures panel, uh, Creatures of Return of the Jedi panel with Tom Spina. Those, that's probably where, that is where you're going to find us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm really excited to see a bunch of our friends and our friends do their own shows and talk about things that they're passionate about. It's going to be great. And it's so cool to like watch your friends also have these amazing panels and hold a stage. It's just going to be great. Yeah, I'm super excited. And I know that there are other ones that we want to go to too. And yeah, those are kind of the, that's what we have on the schedule now. Right. And again, this still feels like the biggest wild card is the actual schedule of the day, which Mm -hmm. that kind of stresses 
me out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it shouldn't because yeah. just to reassure you, if you don't get the the like panel reservation that you really want, it's okay. It will be streamed elsewhere. They, we have the announcement that there's going to be the Star Wars show live stage, which mm-hmm. they'll show those big panels there. And you can experience that collectively on the show floor, which is really, really fun. Trust us. Or in any of these overflow rooms. There's so much going on at Celebration that you, like, I don't know. I'm sure you've scrolled through this schedule and been like, wow, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. super cool. That's amazing. Wow, that's so neat. And it's like, wow, I've never even thought about that. Wow, what a great thing to do. And so much of that, I mean, if you are a listener, which I assume you are, of Star Wars podcasts, like so much of these panels are almost like Star Wars podcasts yeah. in real life, which is so cool. Not Separate of the Star Wars podcast stage, but... I think the topics are just so interesting and they're all over the spectrum and I think it's it's just really neat. And again, so if you don't get your panel reservation, like say you really, really, really wanted to go to the Bad Batch panel and you don't get in and you get an overflow room instead, like it's okay. I think something that are, when we were on when we were on Blast Points, something that uh, was said on that podcast was if you're in the overflow rooms, like in your memories, you might just remember that you were actually in the room where it happened in real life, not the overflow room. Like the energy is everyone's just as excited around you there than they are in the real room as well. It is, it's still fun. You're still experiencing that hype with the rest of the fandom. So I I don't know. It's you're, you'll figure it out. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. We actually watched the last Jedi panel with the poster and trailer reveal at the Star Wars show live stage because we didn't get into this was in 2017 we didn't get into the panel or the overflow room and it was it was so fun it was so intense like the energy there was uh palpable for lack of a better word (laughs) (laughs) the people who went to who saw the rise of skywalker um like panel with the reveal and everything like you can look up those videos on youtube and they're insane the people we're reacting like crazy. And I wish we were there. We were not. We were setting up our podcast stage, but it looked so fun. It almost looked like more fun than being in the actual room, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but yeah. The thing is, celebration is about community. And if you're with other people, whether it's just the people you're going to celebration with or with a big crowd or with a small group, it's going to be fun because we're all excited about Star Wars. So you will have a fun time. And mm-hmm. the lottery system chef's kiss i love not being in charge of the decision (laughs) we do not need to be sleeping overnight for these panels no we should be enjoying our sleep we Uh should be enjoying our time Mm -hmm. at the bars with our friends at out to dinner catching up with some friends we haven't seen in three years uh you know at disneyland however you want to spend your night it should not be in a convention hall on a concrete floor trying to get some shut eye. It's just, it's not the way it was cool in the past and like a badge of honor, but it's just not the future. Okay. It's a badge I would happily give back. Um, yes. I would yeah. take those 12 hours back. Yeah, I would too. I would too. <laughs> We've only done it once and that was enough emotional. It was enough. It was enough. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even veterans of the overnight line. No, we've done it once and it was like, no, no, Never no again. sleep was had. We even, we tried so hard. Okay. We, we really, right. really tried. I tried hard. You did not try hard. I was like, I was hyped. What, I, I was, was so like, excited. Here's what we need to bring. And you were like, I'm not bringing any of that. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, this is what Savannah has told us to bring to make sure we have a semi-comfortable night. Here's what these other blogs have said to bring. And you were like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not bringing it. I was like, okay. We're just going for it. I was like, all right. And then like, and then we're there. One of the things was a yoga mat. It was like a yoga mat or a, a, like a a lounge pool float basically. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not bringing a pool float, but I am bringing a yoga mat. You should bring one too. This is the year we drove too. So like we could bring stuff, like we could just throw it in the car and, um, we actually, that year too, we asked at the hotel and they gave us a corner suite room, another of the like walk confidently or just ask a question. Um, they gave us a bigger room that year, which is really nice. So we had more room in our oh, hotel that room. The, that was the best ever. Yeah. Staying in an embassy suites. Like I, I wish we're not staying in an embassy suites this year. And I kind of wish we were because getting the suite so <laughs> was like room. we paid less it was so great. and it was so good. It was so great. <laughs> but anyway... So I told Charlotte, I said, bring the yoga mat. The floor is going to be cold. This is what people have said. This is what Savannah said. And we trust Savannah with our life on this kind of stuff. And Charlotte didn't. And then that night I'm rolling out my yoga mat and you know who was cold? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I was happy. Okay. You were not. No one was. Happy. All of the photos are like me happy. So. <laughs> no, it's you delirious because I managed yes. to get like two hours of sleep and you had none. Anyway. Yeah. It was it was a thing. Are you you telling me you were happy? You were like rage tweeting. Well, it was tweeting. before everything fell apart. Caitlin. But you were still rage tweeting throughout the night, especially when the dance party happened. Oh my god, the dance party. Yeah, that's so not okay. Like anyway, let's stop reminiscing like on things that aren't happening this year, okay? <laughs> anyway, we're really okay. excited about the lottery system. Yeah. But yeah. So hopefully we get at least like one big morning panel. That's our goal. Yeah. That's our goal. I think the two big panels that are probably our number one and two choices would be the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase and the Attack of the Clones panel. I still don't know how the Even attack- though the Attack of the Clones-, Clones panel isn't one for the lottery. It's not one for the lottery, but that's one that we want to get into. Uh, yeah. Those are probably... If we can. Yeah, and I still don't... I don't even know because of how close it is to our podcast stage appearance, yeah. but that's what that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to miss if there's a potential of seeing Natalie Portman on yeah. the stage. It seems like such a wild card and a real shot in the dark. But I just – I can't really imagine not being there for that. It's just – I don't know. I mean, you all know. She's like my – Padme is my favorite character. And I've never – I feel like I've seen every other Star Wars celebrity in real life. But – Natalie just never shows up for any of these things. I've never seen her in real life. And I just feel like it would be amazing. And I would be so grateful for that. But I don't know if it's going to happen. And I don't want to get anyone's hopes up who is listening because I know nothing. But I I just I do sort of think that, that maybe there's a chance. If, if there's ever been a chance, there's a chance now because she does stuff with Marvel and she we're in we're in California. We're quite close to where she presumably lives. That's the good thing about Anaheim and having a celebration in Anaheim is the sense that celebrities are close to home, you know, that they could potentially, there's more around there. Studios are around and everything like that. So the likelihood of someone showing up is higher, I would say, in California than like say Chicago mm-hmm. or Orlando. So I think that may, maybe this will be the year, but I, I would really be really sad if we missed it and if that happened and we missed it even if we go for a little bit I in like have to leave early for our podcast stage I 
think that would be fine. We just have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to try for that one. And then as far as the lottery goes, the opening one on Thursday is probably our number one. Yeah. I think that that's going to, something crazy is going to go down. I feel like it's going to be a great way to start off celebration. I can't wait to hear about the upcoming projects and I really hope that we get in the room for that. If we don't, it's okay. It's all right. Figure it out. But would be nice if we did. (laughs) Would be, I would not say no. Yeah. It would be close. But honestly, I think all of the morning panels this year are really, really great. Like in Mm -hmm. Chicago, I'm just going to be honest. When we got the Galaxy's Edge panel for one of the ones in in the lottery, we were like, "Mm, do we care that much? And like, I love Disney parks. So I was like, yeah, I care. But it ended up being so advertisement-esque, which isn't necessarily... It just wasn't how Star Wars celebration panels really are. Yes, in Star Wars celebration, you will get the usual talking points that happen. But this was the first time I felt like something was really being advertised to me. (laughs) And it was um, it was fine. We left with a T-shirt that I still have. And sometimes I wear to bed. But it was uh, yeah, that was that was like the lowest on the my panel checklist for um, Chicago. And that was one of the ones that we got from the lottery, but I don't feel like that for the panels, the morning panels at all for Mm -hmm. this year. Like, I feel like all the morning panels are great. Like the showcase, the ILM documentary, I think that one's going to be great. I think that the bad batch is going to be great. I think the Mandalorian, like Mandoverse, whatever Mando plus, or like the behind the scenes, I can't remember which one is earlier, but whatever panel is led by John Favreau and Dave Filoni, I feel like that's going to be great. So in the past, in Chicago, they did this thing where if you got got the panel in the morning, you could just stay in the arena until the next one. So there was like a 30-minute gap between those. So if you really want to go to the Attack of the Clones panel and you you got the panel that is before that as in the lottery or like the morning panel, you should be able to stay for that and then also experience that. But um, I don't don't know if that makes sense or if I'm explaining that well, but there's no word about whether or not they're going to clear the arena between panels. But uh, if they allow that, that would be really good, I think. Yeah, they didn't in Chicago. But yeah, there's been no word about that process in Anaheim. So you might have to leave. We don't know that. But it worked out well for us in Chicago. Yeah, it was really good. In Chicago, there was the Mandalorian panel, the first time we ever saw anything or heard anything about the Mandalorian, which is so crazy, like looking back about what we saw and experienced in Chicago and how much new things that have made like Star Wars things that have made a mark on pop culture that weren't ever even out in 2019. And now we're going to all get together after we've all experienced that. It's just so much has happened. So that morning, one of the mornings we got the Mandalorian panel. We were so excited about that. And then you ended up in the afternoon, there was the Clone Wars season seven panel. And in between that, there was a panel with Alan Tudyk. So we just decided to stay all day (laughs) in that arena. And there was a blizzard outside. It was crazy, but it was, it was was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, Like terrible pretzels, but (laughs) do you remember Alan Tudyk? joked so convincingly that he was coming back like that he and Diego like we knew that Andor was happening but I forget what he said but it was basically like yeah we're coming back like post Rogue One timeline he said yeah and yeah and he was like oh you want to see some footage and we were like yes wait what is happening we were all and then it was a joke he he got us 
we were all bamboozled. And the thing that's interesting about that too is that Alan Tudyk isn't in Andor. He was he's not in it. The, he like explicitly said he's not in it. So it's weird that we experienced that. It was it was a good panel. It was a very strange panel, honestly. Yeah. But it was it was jokey. It was very jokey. It w- it was fun, but it was kind of weird too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so at Celebration this year, some of the other panels that we're looking forward to outside of like our friends panels and then the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase and the Attack of the Clones panels, uh, we really want to try and maybe go to the Inside the Archives panel, a look back at Star Wars Visions. We both love Star Wars Visions, so it would be great to kind of hear more about that process and maybe hear something about future Star Wars visions. I don't know. Please. (laughs) Um, Bad Batch season two. Cheryl and I are thinking about doing, going to, going to at least one panel from the collecting stage, which is new to us. We've never gone to any of the collecting panels, but something like the art of Star Wars poster collecting seemed really interesting to us. And like, I don't know, studying some of that art design and poster design, I think would be really cool. And I feel like there's a whole world of Star Wars posters that I kind of don't know about. I only know yeah. the big hitters, you know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. that could be interesting if, if we end up doing that. There's a Q&A with Doug Chang, which would just be amazing. Anytime you get to listen to Doug Chang talk, it's just... Yeah. So there's good. a there's a panel also on with Doug Chang about the Mandalorian, which I think he, we are aware two, that Doug. I think. Yeah, yeah. Doug is very passionate about his work on the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. so I think that there was a panel that he did about the Phantom Menace or like art designing in Chicago that is on YouTube because we didn't go to it in real life, but it is so brilliant, and he's just such a brilliant man that I think that we would love to be in any panel that he is conducting. Yeah, absolutely. And then Dave is actually going to be on a lot of panels this year, too. So I hope we get to go into at least one panel with him speaking. Yes, yes absolutely. I think that most panels with Dave Filoni are always really entertaining, to be honest, because he has a funny sense of humor and then is also very revealing, but not revealing, like hinty, but never actually. <laughs> so it's always kind of fun to be in the audience for his panels. So I'm excited to see what you know, he's been up to and hopefully go to one of those. Yeah. I think one of my favorite Dave, pan- I have, okay. I have three top Dave panel moments. Okay. I'm surprised <laughs> that I have three, honestly. Uh, <laughs> number one, I can't remember which one this was, or even if we were there or we watched it on the live stream, but the year that there was, it was a rebels panel. Right. And there was like a, they brought like 15 people up on the stage to like, listen from the stage to the Q&A with Dave and I think like Freddie and Tia and Vanessa. It was like some collection of the Rebels cast. And anyway, this little girl was up there and she asked who voiced Chopper. I think this was like season three or something. And anyway, Dave told her. He like whispered it in her ear and everyone was like, LOL. And um, if you watch Rebels, you know that Chopper is actually voiced by Dave Filoni himself. And that was like, secret until the very end and apparently he told that little girl the truth that he voiced chopper back in <laughs> i don't know like 2016 20 something like that before the end Iconic. of the show yeah and he was he's always maintained that he told her the truth and that she never told anyone uh that he was actually the voice of chopper and i can like see him walking over and like telling her and like the audience laughing and him being like no 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 i told her the truth I, I answered her question, but he couldn't tell everyone else. 
I thought it was funny. And then um, in 2019 celebration, when he talked about the trust tree, <laughs> the trust tree about Clone Wars coming back, it was the Clone Wars panel and he was talking about season seven and Ashley and D were there. And anyway, it was really funny uh, because they were obviously talking about it with each other, even though Dave had told them explicitly not to. And he drew this like very long drawn out metaphor about the trust <laughs> tree in a garden and being pruned and like the walkway and the gate. Like it was very involved. <laughs> so involved. And it was really funny actually funny. just as like inside baseball, Caitlin and I were like, how can we take our Dave Filoni costume to the next level? And oh, so yeah. much of it was like, how can we make a trust tree? And is that too deep? We were like, are we going to bring a live plant to <laughs> Like a bonsai tree. <laughs> we considered. Yeah, like a baby Groot. Yeah. It's just funny. It's really, it's worth looking up if you haven't seen it. This discovery that Dave finds out that Ashley has betrayed the trust tree like yeah. three times over. I can't, <laughs> so. yeah, I can't remember if it was, if he told D or Ashley first, but basically whoever he told first of that clone nurse was coming back, he was like, don't share it don't tell and then yeah. they immediately texted each other and were like hey what are you are you busy in like a month because <laughs> i think that's when they were going to start recording or something like that anyway whoever he told first told the other person it was very funny so then the last one was also a rebels panel rebels has some of the best panels i'm sorry all the animation panels are amazing if you yeah. get a chance to go to an animation panel you should go they're it's always our favorite so good the rebels panels Charlotte and I have cried in every single Rebels panel we've been to. Can't explain why. But we've cried in every single one. And the Resistance panel in 2019 was – it was amazing. Maybe maybe my, my favorite – at least my second favorite panel that we went to in 2019. It was so good. But mm -hmm. anyway, the, so the last moment is in 2017. The Rebels panel is when Dave Filoni was wearing the Ahsoka Lives question mark because the last time we had seen Ahsoka at Rebels was when she uh, was on Malachor and she was like walking into the red light and no one knew what happened next. And so everyone had always, that was the hashtag, right? Ahsoka Lives question mark or does Ahsoka live? Anyway, so Dave was wearing this shirt that said Ahsoka Lives question mark. And then they showed the trailer, I think for season four or season three. And then after the lights came on, he had changed his shirt that said Ahsoka Lives exclamation point. And it was like a ripple through the crowd of people because it's, it's kind of a subtle change on his shirt. But it was this like ripple effect through the crowd of people realizing that his shirt no longer said question mark, but said exclamation point confirming that Ahsoka was in fact alive. So it was very exciting. It was very cool. And that is why in 2019 we had the cardigans that said that on the back. It was one of those moments that there's going to be a several moments like this at the upcoming celebration in which people just constantly talk about, it's all they talk about all day in lines with random people that they've never met before. It was one of those things where it was like, did you see that? Did we imagine that? Did you see that in real life? Mm -hmm. Like what, that was so crazy. You know, it, it, there were whispers around how crazy that was. So yeah. you never know what's going to happen at any of these panels, but Dave is sort of mischievous that way, I think. So yeah, we'll see. Another thing that we're looking forward to is the podcast meetup on Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Hilton Anaheim Mix Lounge. Um, this is put on by Coffee with Kenobi, and it's just a bunch of podcasts get together at the bar. You could be a listener. You could be a podcaster. It doesn't matter. And everyone is invited, but we're going to be there, and we're really excited about it. Um, 
And so if you are looking for something to do on Thursday night and want to go hang out with a bunch of podcasters, come on over to the Hilton Anaheim Mix Lounge. Like we're hyped about it. It's always a good time. Yeah. I think Coffee with Kenobi has done this every celebration that they've attended, uh, Mm -hmm. that they've kind of helmed this event. So uh, we went in 2017 and 2019, and now we're going again in 2022. And it's a really good time. So definitely, even if you just stop by, there's going to be a ton of people. uh, Hopefully, please come. (laughs) It's it's a really good time. So we will be there. So if you would like to come and say hi, we we would love to say hi back. And I think that we should talk a little bit about the Disneyland Star Wars night. I know that it's now sold out, but I we've gotten a lot of questions about it and like whether or not we're going. We're going. And if we have any tips. Um, so we haven't been to uh, like a – we didn't go in 2017 when Celebration was in Orlando to the like Galactic Nights adventure at Hollywood Studios. And our reference point really for these like Star Wars convention celebration um, – tie-ins for the theme parks was literally 2010's Last Tour to Endor before they switched over Star (laughs) Tours to the new one. And for us, like Last Tour to Endor was so special and so amazing. Um, And that was like a long time ago, like 12 years ago. (laughs) So I don't like our, our expectation there was, it was so fun. It wasn't that crowded. You could go on anything. We went on Tower of Terror like 40 jillion times um, but I was tracking the other Star Wars night events at Disneyland for May 4th and 5th. And it seemed like the Star Wars of like the Star Wars rides and Star Wars attractions were pretty crowded. The other parts of the park like weren't super crowded, but in Disneyland, there's Space Mountain has a Star Wars overlay. It is hyperspace mountain, which is really, really fun. Actually, Michael, G- Michael Giacchino does the music and he like mixes together a lot of Star Wars themes. It is really fun. We've done it before when they had this overlay. That was crowded. And then also the Galaxy's Edge stuff was crowded. Star Tours, not so much. I think that that has a really high capacity. So that line is somewhere between the 15 to 30 minute time. But if you are going to Star Wars night and haven't been to Galaxy's Edge at all, I would prioritize probably the first thing to do is to go get in line for Rise of the Resistance. And I just say that because Rise of the Resistance first, I think is unmissable. Like you cannot miss this ride if you go to Galaxy's Edge. It is the best ride that Disney has done ever. And it is amazing, especially when you're a Star Wars fan, right, Caitlin? Oh yeah. It is incredible. Yeah. It's the best ever. And I remember when this event, the Star Wars night was announced actually with the original 2020 date. And in the fine print, it said that Rise of the Resistance was not going to be operating past the original park hours. And I remember everyone being like, that's so weird. And then there were rumors that like, technically they can't do it at night, which was so crazy and weird. But the thing about Rise of the Resistance is that it breaks down a lot. It has a lot of technical issues because mm. it's very, very high concept. And you, you, once you go on it, you realize like once one thing breaks, a lot of things can break. And like the whole flow of the ride, like you understand how it is so finicky. You just do. Um, regardless, if that is something that you prioritize, you should get in, in line right away because given the past and that like fine print about how it doesn't operate super late at night, this event, Star Wars Night, goes until 1 a.m. My advice would be I would not expect it to run past 10 p.m. or even 9 p.m. and just sort of like keep that in mind. That that should probably be your priority. Yeah, they haven't said anything else about it 
since, yeah. right? They haven't said anything. For May 4th and 5th, it did run. It closed early though. So you don't yeah. leave it until the end of the night. I know a lot of people will do the thing that a lot of people do in Disneyland, which is you get in a line, like the longest line of the day at like, if it closes at 1 a.m. that at like 12.59 and they'll let you on the ride as long as you're in the line and in, in the queue um, after, like before it hits 1 a.m. Um, but I don't, I just don't think that there's a big chance that Rise of the Resistance will be open that late. It could be, but I don't want to promise that, that for anyone. Especially if you've yeah. never been on it. It really is. I'm not like a, when new rides come out and stuff at Disney World or any of the Disney parks, I'll look at ride throughs and stuff like that. Spoilers for that don't really bother me, but I did not do that for Rise of the Resistance. And it was actually quite some time before I was able to ride it in real life after it opened. And it was completely worth staying, quote unquote, spoiler free for that ride. It is incredible. You should absolutely try to get on it if you can. And yeah, don't wait. Don't risk it because it is uh, an unreliable schedule. Yeah. And I will say that when I, I am one of those crazy Disney parks freaks who checks the Disneyland and Disney World apps like wait times, even if I don't have a trip booked, it's just mindless. And I will say that Disneyland seems to be much better with the line control than Walt Disney World is. Frequently, Disney World pulls for Rise of the Resistance. Those lines can get up to like literally three hours, which is so insane. But for Disneyland, we're averaging like around like 45 minutes to an hour. I swear. That's what I keep looking at. I think it'll be longer for this event because it'll be all Star Wars fans who want to do it. But uh, that's what you should probably be expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be so fun. I'm excited. Last tour to Endor was really fun. And yeah, it's been 12 years since we've done this kind of Star Wars night exclusive at a Disney park. So it will be fun to kind of compare these experiences. Caitlin and I are actually going to Disneyland a couple of days before celebration begins. So we're going to be doing like the normal Disneyland stuff first. And then for Star Wars night, we're going to be like kind of zeroing in on everything exclusive, you know, and that includes food. Food. And I'm very excited to talk about <laughs> exclusive <laughs> food and like what's on our list. And that list begins yes. with the beignets that are Grogu shaped. Grogu shaped beignets. <laughs> Can you even believe? I cannot believe. They're matcha flavored. And first off, the Mickey shaped beignets that they have in New Orleans Square are amazing. They're so good. And the fact that they have a special Grogu one for Star Wars night, like that is literally the first thing I'm doing. I'm mobile ordering. Mobile ordering <laughs> is a thing, by the way, that if you have the Disneyland app, some of these things I've seen on TikTok and things like that sell out. And you could mobile order it earlier in the day for pickup later that night. And you should do that. You should do that if you're going to prioritize any of this stuff, if if mobile ordering is available. Like I've actually seen um, specifically at the milk stand in Batu, where they have the blue and green milk, there's a special new cookie that's like a Tatooine sand cookie is what it's called or something like that. And it is like chocolate chip and it has, it just looks really delicious. Like people are flipping out over it on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it sells out. So I've heard that people pr like pre-order it basically. The, they mobile order it for pickup later in the night at the milk stand. And if you don't do that, it might sell out. So that's a, that's a hot tip from your Disney parks obsessed girl <laughs> here. So if you want that cookie, we're definitely going to get that cookie. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so 
Yeah. There's also the Wookiee cookie, which yeah. I haven't had before, which I really want. I really love chocolate chip cookies. They're like my favorite dessert. So I want. Yeah. And speaking of cookies, I have the macaron that Grogu eats in season two of The Mandalorian. They, mm-hmm. They're calling it the snacky mac. And it's that teal macaron or macaron, whatever, that Grogu uh, eats. And we're definitely going to be getting that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's hard because whenever they say snacky mac, I'm automatically like mac and cheese. Big mac. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh but, but I mean, not macaroon. True. Neither one of us not- went to macaroon. <laughs> I know. None of us. None of us. It's, it's, it's interesting because it's snacky. I think of a macaroon savory. as like a dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Snacky sounds yeah. savory. Totally. Anyway, not sweet mac, but then that's close to Big Mac, like I said. Yeah, so, or whatever. the mac and cheese. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, the next <laughs> thing is a cheese item that we want to try, which is the light side and dark side grilled cheese, which sounds really good. Yeah, at Jolly Holiday, they have this, um, they had do tomato soup with grilled cheese and it's like a comfort item. It's kind of like a cult favorite, I guess. At Disneyland, a lot of people get it, but they're doing like challah bread and like, uh, which is the light side and then like a rye bread, which is the dark side. And I'm excited to try them both. It'll be great. It'll be savory. It'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. There's also the kadu, kadu sandwich. sandwich. I think it was a pork cutlet, pork belly. Yep. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. It sound it sounded really good. Sounded sounded mm-hmm. like a good like a good sandwich, you know? There's so many exclusives by yeah. the way. Like we picked maybe like 5, but if you like uh, troll the Disneyland app, there's almost at every single place. Mm-hmm. There's a special thing. Yeah, and you can you can find those menus now too. So you can go. Yeah. These are just our picks, but they like Charles said there is a lot that's being offered there's also going to be specialty drinks at Oga's um which I really want we don't have a reservation for Oga's on Star Wars night but maybe we can get in at like 1 a.m and close down the place oh with Rex that would be a goal that would be a goal they have one of the specials it's a gin drink and Mm -hmm. I really like gin drinks and they don't usually have gin drinks at Oga's at least I don't think so we don't usually get them if they do um but this one sounded really good. So I would like to try it if possible. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of great stuff. I'm very, very pumped. So yeah, I think that we've we talked about the Padawan stew. I've seen that around as well. Like there's just, I don't know. It's something that's so fun about going to Disneyland is all the different food and all the different snacks that you can try. So it's always fun when they do like an exclusive. And I bet there'll be more. And I bet there'll be exclusive merchandise too. Ugh. So we got to keep our eyes out for that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that there's going to be a lot of – like I've seen um, in the past, so they had, like I mentioned, a May 4th and 5th event, and they had a lot of meet and greets. But there's something – something tells me that the May 27th event is going to be different and special, especially because my guess is like a lot of the celebrities are going to be there. So I keep think something – Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think for us, like when we were at Last Tour to Endor, we saw George Lucas, like we saw Mark Hamill. Yeah, like that was really special and really cool. And I would would be surprised if we didn't have a similar situation happen at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I think it'd be really fun. 
But anyway, so yeah, I think it's funny because at convention, it's like, oh, there's no good food in a convention center. <laughs> but then so it's true. like, we're going to Disney. I'm going to eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm building up the calories so that I like feel great <laughs> by yeah. the time we get to celebration, knowing that like, I don't know, I'm storing all of that like hibernation style. <laughs> Before like a we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the vibe. That's oh my so God. funny. <laughs> yeah. So we're so excited. I can't wait to go on a million rides and see a bunch of people and yeah. Um yeah. Hang out in Batu with like a bunch of Star Wars fans. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. I'm super pumped. I kind of can't believe that we're now a week out. Um oh my God. For for us. For, for us, us, yeah. Because yeah, we're going a little early. But yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Everything's it's fine. It's normal. It's chill. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one thing we've been it's like Waiting getting us through this like pandemic. Yeah. 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 We're we're totally fine. But I think I think we're coming to the end of our episode and kind of all of the things we wanted to talk about with Star Wars Celebration. I this will not be our last time talking about preparation for Star Wars Celebration. On the podcast it is, but not on all our other social media. So if you want to see us panic some more, follow us on all those other places. But uh, I think yeah. <laughs> kind of some parting shots, if you will. Uh, if you see us, please come say hi. We would love to meet you. We'd love to give you a sticker or a button and, you know, introduce ourselves to you. <laughs> Yes. And again, I want to reiterate that celebration is about having fun. It's about celebrating. It's about celebrating Star Wars. So mm -hmm. have fun. Please come say hi to us if you see us. It has It's the most special thing for us. I mean, Caitlin and I talk to each other over a microphone every week where it's just us. And then we put it out in the world and we have no idea who's listening to it. So <laughs> it is so nice to put a, like a, a face to our listeners and meet you one-on-one -on -one and chat with you. And if you see us, please come up and say hi. Seriously, come up and say hi. Yeah. Yeah. We would love to meet you. Before we leave, I wanted to kind of ask two questions that kind of will set us forth. Okay. Let's start with the first one, which is what's the one that got away moment from celebration that you wish that you could relive or redo? I think for me, it would probably be buying the Ralph McQuarrie art. Oh my God. That we did not buy. <laughs> Last in 2019. Last in 2019, there was a booth of Ralph McQuarrie concept art. It was expensive. It was for sale. And yeah. But it was for sale. And yeah. we passed. We didn't, we just, we weren't financially ready. I'm still not financially ready, but I'd, financially I'd go ready, in that credit card I'd charge debt. it. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, I was like, you can't do that, Caitlin. Caitlin today is like, yeah, that's probably the thing that got away. Also, when we missed our comedy show that we bought tickets for uh, in Chicago 2019, there was like a Star Wars comedy show that we were super excited about, bought tickets I for it. I was so excited. And we completely forgot about it, did not even cross our minds. And we were talking the day that we were stuck in the stadium all day during the blizzard was two days I think after we missed the comedy show and we're talking I think I think it was Jason from Blast Points and uh, anyway he was talking about the radio show they went to and like a like a train wreck I in the middle of the conversation I was just like oh my god Charlotte the comedy show like I completely interrupted him I was like the comedy show and she looks at me and you're like what comedy show and I'm like the comedy show and you were like oh no <laughs> It's so bad. We had a chance to go to Second City. 
but it was Star Wars themed. And that was really, that was a cool event that Celebration was like partnering with and we were excited about it. It was going to be cool. It was going to be very Chicago. And it, it, we completely forgot. And that is Celebration Brain. Okay. (laughs) That's how it works. You're having so much fun. You completely forgot about that. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your moment you wish you could relive or redo? Okay. So <laughs> this is a good tip actually. All right. So the Rebels Remembered panel in 2019 was one of our favorite panels that we went to. It was a panel that celebrated the end of Star Wars Rebels. Dave Filoni was there and a lot of the cast were there and they were talking about their memories. And it was a really cool panel because they could talk about the show as a whole because it had finished. There was no secrecy. Mm-hmm. So what ended up was Dave does this a lot in his panels. He asks for a Q&A. So there's like 20 minutes that is devoted to a Q&A. Questions are always funny, always great. Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're not great, but it, whatever. It's all about if you you have to go there with a question, have that question prepared. And <laughs> when they say, we're going to do a Q&A, everyone line up behind this microphone. And then you rush, you almost like, you really rush there to get in that line because they're only going to get through like five or six. Okay. I hesitated <laughs> <laughs> and I missed out. And I think I really just wanted to ask Dave if he had any, what was the mindset behind the layering of the world between worlds voices and all the different audio clips? And what was, was that purposeful? Was there, um, cause some of those lines we had talked about the, this like pretty recently on the podcast at the time, some of those lines, just when you put them right next to each other, create like a really interesting, um, dynamic. And I wanted him to potentially talk about that. And because the whole panel was, we can talk about anything. Of course, at this panel, there was a nice little blurry image of the world between between worlds and how it worked. Yeah. So um, I hesitated and I still regret it. Yeah. And I think some someday I'll talk to I'll get a chance. Maybe not. I maybe well, I'll never get a chance. Why did I even say that? But I manifest so, Yeah, I'm manifesting. I'm walking confidently. Someday maybe I'll get a chance to ask Dave. But yeah, I think that that would have been a really great question to ask there. And I regret it. I regret it. Okay. So then the the last thing that I think that we should um end our 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 podcast about celebration Anaheim on is uh what is our favorite celebration story? I think my, I guess I have like three big ones is getting my last cat, which I've talked about a lot recently, I feel like. Um, But in 2017, when they were no longer for sale and a family kind of surprised me by giving me a loth cat, I had met them kind of randomly on the show floor and they gave me my white loth cat that I still have to this day. And he comes on all of our Star Wars trips with me. He'll be coming to Star Wars Celebration. And that is just such like a pure Star Wars memory for me, this like mystery family that disappeared into the convention floor that gave me this exclusive Star Wars Loth cat. Uh, So that's really special. And I really love that memory. I talk about it a lot. Uh, Being stuck inside the stadium all day in Chicago is actually a great memory with the blizzard. And we were there for three panels. Like we were there for a long time, but we were there with friends and just chatting with friends about Star Wars and that's where you bought your Convor stuffed plush um, and like the really bad pretzels. It was just it was like a fun kind of trippy day with between the blizzard and like the Alan Tudyk panel of all things. It was just it was a fun day. I really actually really look back on that day really fondly. It was like a church lock-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there was 
like no good food. It was crazy. They they made sure to bring tables for you to buy Convors and uh, the Crystal Wolf stuffed plushes, which that's what I got, and like some other collectibles. They like brought out merch tables, but nothing but bad pretzels. Like not even like a bad pizza, which would have been a step above a bad pretzel. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But that day was really fun, I think, in general. And then my last favorite tour, last favorite memory was actually last tour to Endor. It's been a while since I kind of really thought about our time at last tour to Endor. And that was just such a fun day, a fun night. And we had such a great time. We got to do a lot of things. We rode Tower of Terror a lot. Snig and Oopla from... Star Wars Weekends, the Hyperspace Hoopla, they were there, remember? Um, They did like a big show. I won trivia at that show. I don't know if you remember. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, I won trivia. The trivia question, actually, I remember was who was the director of Empire Strikes Back and I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Hirsch. But I won it. And anyway, Last Word Ender was super fun and it it really did feel like the park was ours. I don't really expect it to feel the same way this year just because yeah. it was a smaller convention overall. So then Last Tour to Endor was, was a smaller turnout. And I think this will be very different. And I'm really excited for that difference, honestly, like to see a lot of people and everything like that. But it was just, it was a really good time was had by all at Last Tour to Endor. Agreed. Agreed. A great it was poster really too. Like the great, great banner like out front. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about that was really great. That was so, that was 12 years ago. It is so crazy that that was so long ago, but we had such a great time. Yeah. So my two favorite moments are blacking out in while meeting Hayden Christensen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blacking out. I don't mean like getting so drunk, but like literally like I don't know what happened. Like I, I I just, I don't know. (laughs) It was was so much. I think it was like Hayden's first time doing any celebration or convention or anything since he had done Star Wars. And it was really, really special. Um, I got the autograph and the in the photo and it is like one of my most treasured photos, which is so silly, but I still, I don't know. It was really great. And I mean, I got to thank him for, you know, Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones and everything with the prequels. And yeah, so I, that was really great. And I, think I lingered too long which is like really embarrassing and the person asked me to go so like that's embarrassing (laughs) because I don't really remember that because it was like so overwhelming for me but uh yeah he was so nice and so great and again the photo is something I really treasure and then when I got home from the celebration my dad actually like got that photo framed for me and put it in my my bedside table (laughs) and that was really funny and great so that was really special because I think everyone around me knew how like that was such a big moment for me. And then of course, for both of us, and I know that this would have been on your list too, but you knew I was saying this, but our podcast age in 2019 is my favorite Star Wars celebration moment. We were so nervous and you guys packed the room and it was just so special and so electric. And I know that we were a little disappointed that it was during the Tross panel and like that whole reveal. So we couldn't do that. We didn't even get into that panel anyway with the panel reservation system. So like that was, that was good. I'm glad that we thought we didn't have to risk that or anything like that. But when we got that time, we were like, oh, okay, that's kind of sad. But then it ended up working in our favor in the best way, because then we could talk about that and react and 
have like such a genuine experience about dealing with like all the new information that we had just learned. And that was so exciting and so palpable. And talking with everyone afterwards was just so, so special. Because of that, I'm like not even that nervous for our panel in Anaheim. I'm like really excited about it. I know that it's going to be great to see you all. And I think what I'm probably the most nervous about is the technical aspect of it all. And just in general, I think having that community experience in which we can celebrate Star Wars all together is as much as like, I don't know, that's the thesis of Star Wars celebration is getting together and talking about the thing that we love the most. And it is just so special to be able to do that together in real life after so long of this event being moved and terrible world events happening. It's just going to be so special. Yeah. Yeah. That is the ultimate Star Wars memory, Star Wars celebration memory and Star Wars memory, honestly, is (laughs) the live show in 2019. So we are super excited to see all of you again at the stage, the podcast stage, Friday, May 27th, 3.30. We're really hoping to see you there or or throughout the rest of the convention. You know, if you've got other plans during that time, that's cool, too. You'll I'm you'll see us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> convention is big, but also convention is small. <laughs> yes. And also, if you can't make it to our podcast stage, we're going to have an audio recording. I'm going to work really hard to make sure that that's up within 24 hours. Yeah. I, I think that um, just all bear, like, like I said, the thing I'm most nervous about is the technical aspect. So I hope everything yeah. goes well. We really lucked out in, um, in Chicago for that. So I hope that a similar situation can happen this time. So that's what you can expect from us. And I don't know. It's so crazy. It's so soon. I like, really soon. I just, I want to go to sleep tonight and like wake up with the time for us to leave. Like I, I want everything to be packed and done for me. And I don't know. A fugue state kind of (laughs) (laughs) and I just want to wake up and be in Anaheim already so I'm ready I'm ready too it's gonna be so fun I'm so excited and can't wait to see you all there can't wait to see what we're talking about oh my god it's I know it's gonna be a really good time and I hope if you're going you're excited and I hope if you can't make it this year that you are excited about the live stream honestly we've done that many times and it's super fun too so just partaking in everything that's going on Star Wars. It's just going to be so much information and so much cool stuff that's coming out, whether you're there or not. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good Star Wars weekend, whether you're there or not. We're all going to have a good time. So I'm super excited. And yeah, the next time you hear from us will be from Star Wars Celebration, which is kind of crazy. So if you have any tips or anything that we have forgotten, any must-dos, please tell us immediately so we can get them <laughs> before we leave for yes. Anaheim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Send your wait. best celebration tip your, our way because we need that. <laughs> we need it immediately. <laughs> um, but again, if it's something that you think we've forgotten, uh, again, there is a target like nearby. We can get it. We can make it happen. But you can find us online on Twitter as Skytalkers Pod or our personal handles. Mine is at Caitlin Plusher and Charlotte's is at Clarity. We also have our TikTok, our website, skytalkers.com, our Instagram. We had a semi-viral post recently of Hayden and Ewan. The fact that we haven't even touched on the Hayden and Ewan press tour going on right now. It's all like, okay, I think about Celebration 90% of the time, but like, no, okay. 
my thoughts are so split between Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> and celebration. celebration at this point. And it's like they're intertwined also. So the hype level is just so high. It's, it's so crazy. It's so much. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, we had some really good pictures of Hayden and Ewan on our Instagram that, that got a little traction. So that was kind of exciting. And the more people sharing the love for Hayden and Ewan, the better. So you can check those out on our Instagram if you're interested. And as a reminder, you can get our Star Wars Weekends and our second trilogy shirts from the shop a fan of and we also have all of our usual sky talkers merch on our website too if you're interested um you can see pictures of all of our celebration exclusives on all of our social media accounts too you guys know how to find all that stuff if you're interested and if you've left us a review on spotify or apple Podcasts, thank you so much we really appreciate you taking the time to do that and if you haven't and you have a couple minutes to spare you should go and do it. <laughs> it would be really great. <laughs> so thank you if you do. And if you're interested in other ways to support us, you can head on over to our Patreon and check out our different reward tiers there and how to get involved in our fabulous Discord community. Yes. And I want to say a huge thank you to these patrons. Jedediah, Brad, Natalie, Danian, Anna, Madison, Trevor, Ali, Sophia, BB, Nate, Andrew, Mason and Sophia, Aubrey, Emily, and Angela. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yes, thank you guys so much. And as always, until next time, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Mm-hmm.